everyone thank you so much for tuning in today on today's episode i have may yan she's a relationship coach and we're going to be talking about self love self confidence how to deal with breakups and so much more uh it's a very nice chit chatty type of episode and i would really like if you put on some comfy clothes um get yourself a beverage and just get into a really nice calming mood because what she's about to teach you and what she's about to offer in this episode really needs you to be in a very receptive mode um so put on some nice uh soothing music and uh get yourself a pen and a paper because there are a lot of pointers that i would love if you could uh take down notes of uh and yeah i think let's just dive right in all right so um i guess let's just get started um i would love to know um you know how you came to become a relationship coach tell me about your story like how did you first start yeah so I started with my own breakup a couple of years back and it was a pretty devastating one. Um yeah, so I was um with someone that I was supposed to get engaged to, you know, there was an actual engagement ring in the house. We bought a house together, we were living there for a few months and then things just started falling apart one thing after another and um Yeah, after that I was sort of experiencing a dark night of the soul as some people say. And um I worked with professionals to try to heal myself. And that was when I realized um I actually worked with a relationship coach and she showed me, you know, a new world that could be possible after a big breakup. And I felt like the things I learned were things that are worth sharing that everyone should know. Really? um whether you're going through a breakup or any sort of life transition it's just about coming back to the relationship you have with yourself yeah um and i think you know these are things i've known for a long time um as i've been practicing you know mindfulness and meditation yoga for many years now but it really was i think the tipping point going through that breakup um getting help working with a coach and then realizing wow this this can be you know my new path you know a gift to the world um i think it's something i really love doing and if i can help another person that's going through something similar you know i am all for it wow that's so great and i think so many of us can draw inspiration from your story because i think when you're going through a breakup um you just feel like the whole world's coming to an end and you don't know where to go because there's so many people who go through breakups and they're so devastated at the end of it so having someone someone who can help them understand them because most of us just go through it alone and don't even seek help and yeah. um, i don't even think friends give uh, great advice in that current uh, scenario and don't feel like you relate to them so having a relationship coach is i think a must um when you're going through a breakup or otherwise yeah. and i guess the most important relationship we have is the one that we have with ourselves and uh, this word self love is everywhere on the internet and everyone's using it all influencers celebrities they're all saying you know practice self love every day but i 
always been confused like what do you mean when you say practice self love every day what really is self love yeah that's a great question because self love is such a buzzword now <laughs> and it almost like is overused and then people kind of build up a negative connotation with it um so if i can provide some clarity or at least my version of self love um maybe we can get to the heart of it right um i think self love is just the concept of um uh, exercising your love muscle right because in order to love others you first have to learn how to love yourself um first by seeing yourself as already whole and um resourceful and valuable just as you are like that's an inherent quality of being you um and so part of that means like just accepting who you are um and not being afraid to honor that right and and show that to others um i think that's something that's learned over time right and cultivating the security in yourself the confidence the belief in yourself and i'm not sure that was directly taught to us or you know our generation um i think that's why a lot of us are finding out about it now in our 20s and 30s like what does it mean to really love and care for myself yeah. um and and yeah so i almost see it as like a cultural shift mm -hmm. um this generation yeah love that and are um self love and self confidence correlated um how do you start feeling more confident because um i personally struggle with uh, self confidence myself like it's something that i'm constantly working on so how do you love yourself in a way that you show up more confidently yeah absolutely so i actually wrote a guide for this very specific topic of how do you exercise self love um and so it's called find real love in five steps So the title is sort of uh on purpose deceptive right because people might be thinking oh well how do i find a partner yeah but really it's about how do i become my own soulmate um and so i love uh the guide that i wrote because it serves anyone that is looking for love right love in themselves love in other people um and so in that guide that i have which is actually available on my website if you just go to my website mayancoaching.com you can download it after you share your email and you'll be put on my email list um you can unsubscribe at any time <laughs> but this guide i find um very practical so i share five uh very specific practices for uh learning how to love yourself and it's based on a book by david rico who is a psychotherapist um his book is called how to be an adult in relationships yeah. the five keys of mindful loving And so the five different practices include attention, so paying attention to what's going on in your mind and body, um appreciation, appreciating yourself, um having gratitude for yourself, which is not something we often do. We often practice gratitude for other things mm -hmm. outside of us, but just paying attention to um the little things that we can appreciate in our day-to-day -day related to ourselves. Uh then there's affection. so practicing affection towards yourself whether that is using uh loving speech or physical practices you know um uh there's also 
acceptance. So practicing accepting who you are, accepting uh, what is in your life, the good and bad, and being able to hold all that together. Um, and then there's allowing. So allowing is also allowing yourself to do the things that fill you up, that bring you joy. Um, and so these are the five different exercises kind of in a nutshell, but we can definitely go more in depth in anyone that you're interested to learn more about. Wow. Everywhere on the internet, it's just about taking uh, these bubble baths and uh, yeah. <laughs> going on a vacation, but no one really thinks about this inner work that you have to do to truly mm. love yourself. So I'm, I'm guessing uh, this guide can be so helpful to anyone who's looking to love themselves more and not just go on like a bubble bath and then still feel crappy at the end of it. Yeah, you're so right. You know, making the, that distinguish, uh, distinguishing the um, things you can do on the outside versus working on the inside, inside out. Mm. I think um, your ability to tackle the outer world and be successful, whatever, however you want to define that successful in life, mm. fulfilled in life, I should say, really um, comes from within first because all our thoughts and our feelings affect our actions out in the world. I totally agree to that, definitely. Um, so if you had any tips for um, anyone who's feeling um, some lack of confidence, if they want to say start a business or um, go on and um, do some get a job or anything that needs more confidence um, mm -hmm. what tips would you like to share to anyone who's in that place in life yeah so I would suggest having a very dedicated time and space you know daily to check in with yourself going back inside and getting really quiet because when you are able to sit with yourself without any outside distractions, that's when you're listening to your inner voice, um, your wise self, I would like to say. Um, and, and asking yourself some powerful questions. Sometimes people might see that as asking hard questions, but I, I would like to frame it as powerful questions because you're really trying to hold yourself in front of a mirror and ask yourself, like, what is it that I really want, mm -hmm. right? Um, I think oftentimes when we ask ourselves that question, um, we get stuck because there's so many external factors that we're looking to check off, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's for, you know, doing something out of, you know, uh, necessity because of finances or stability or pleasing family, friends, partner, things like that. Um, if you were to take all that aside, what would it look like? Wow. And then you can start adding back the layers, right? Because again, we don't live in isolation. Obviously, we're connected to everyone else. Um, and so it doesn't mean that we just don't acknowledge these other things and these other people in our lives and what they might be wanting, but mm -hmm. learning how to negotiate that. Um, mm -hmm. because ultimately your happiness is going to be probably a balance mm -hmm. between all, all of those things in some degree. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I, I definitely uh, resonated with what you said, because I honestly feel the fear of judgment. And mm. when I ask myself the hard question, like, what do I really want? 
and you know like I have all of these things like I want to be successful and start my own business and I want to do this and that and then I'm just like oh but what will he think of me over oh, like who am I <laughs> to do all of this so all of these uh, layers that you said they start building up plus the other things in life that you know I'm connected to and uh, with regards to finances and stuff so yeah. So we submerge ourselves under all of these layers and then we totally yeah. forget how, like, what is it that we truly want? Yeah. You know, the way that you described that made me have this image in my head of like, kind of like these barriers that we're building around our heart that make it hard for us to access our heart. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I, I think a lot of us these days are realizing that being in alignment with our heart means means a lot more to us. And so how do we keep that in mind in our in our day to day? Because, you know, our programming, I think, our upbringing, uh, society has taught us to be quite different, to, to maybe focus more on, on the doing just to mm. do mm. <laughs> versus the being. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone here just takes that time off and to be like, whoa, like what is happening in my life? Like no one really just like disconnects. And when you disconnect is when you realize that, oh, there's so much that I want to do, but none of that is happening because of all of these other things that are just like coming in the way or like, you know, you're always distracted. You're always, you know, just like consumed by everyone else and what everyone else is doing. So yeah, there's, you really got to make that time to just connect with yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think we live in the era of busyness. Yeah. So that's why I, I think that's probably why I started meditating, mm. you know, over 10 years ago, right? Like, how do I get quiet? Because I know that unhappiness tends to, <laughs> tends to you know, slip its way in when I'm not yeah. getting quiet and listening inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, has meditation helped you though? Like, um, when did you start meditating and how has your meditation journey been? Because I recently started and it's been phenomenal. <laughs> uh, and I'm always so excited to know about uh, fellow meditators and like uh, ask them how they're doing in their whole practice. Yeah, definitely. So I actually started right after... I would say my quarter life crisis. Um, I actually went to medical school um, and I've actually told this story many times now on different <laughs> podcasts. I was in medical school and I realized this was not the place for me. You know, it's not what I truly wanted for myself. I knew I wanted to help people, but maybe not pursuing that career path. And then I was kind of left with like, well, what should I do then? Or what do I really want to do? Um, and that's when a friend of mine introduced me to meditation and, um, yeah, my practice has really stayed pretty, um, consistent. I would say over the years in that I've, you know, followed the same teachers and I would say that meditation looks different, um, for everyone, right? Like for me, actually, I would say mind practicing mindfulness is, what I do most as opposed to actually sitting on the cushion. Um, yeah, but just like, I think I just like reflect a lot and pause a lot. Mm. Um, and I think just that act is, is yeah. mindfulness is meditation, 
just reconnecting with my my heart and my soul um you know being in touch with my body too i know that might sound kind of funny but like just going back to the body because we spend so much time again in our mind (laughs) right which tends to be very autopilot actually Mm -hmm. if we don't actually pause yeah for sure um i can just like i'm just feeling so relaxed while talking to you because (laughs) it's it's just forming like a mental picture of someone just like being and like being in like a state of flow like everything just yes uh happening for you and not to you and just like being in control of whatever you feel um yeah uh, so going back to self-love uh do you have any like daily uh as you said you are mindful throughout your day do you have any other practice that you use uh to feel um more connected to your heart and um any like daily rituals or anything of that sort that help you nurture this relationship with yourself Mm. yeah i would say you know i try to integrate mindfulness into different things so uh, whether i'm cooking or going on a walk like just being really observant in the moment Mm. like almost like you mentioned that word flow which i love Um, it's about getting lost in that moment of what you're doing in that activity um and just being fully there like without getting caught up in stories about the past or the future but just being fully there so in that way that's that's like the exercising of your mind muscle right just being 100% laser focused on the here and now yeah um and because you know we all live such busy lives that's i think that's kind of one of the best ways to integrate it right like as opposed to adding another thing for you to do, but just to do the things that you are doing well and, and with the quality of mind. Love that. Um, do you have any advice for anyone who's going through a breakup right now? Because I, I, I'm guessing there's a lot of people who are listening who are also going through a breakup. And in my experience, I don't think I have taken help from anyone. I've just dealt with it mm. alone might have not dealt with it in the yeah. best and best way. And, yeah. um, and I don't think my friends have or anyone else that I know of has also because they go to therapy or to coaches only for these uh, like uh, real, I don't say real, but like different um, problems. But I've never seen anyone go to a relationship coach for uh, a breakup like mm-hmm. in, in my experience. So I would really love to encourage anyone who's listening and who are going through a breakup to connect with you, but also ask you for any advice that you'd like to give them? Yeah. Yeah, this is a big question. Maybe the million dollar question, right? Because <laughs> like, you know, what I find is um, that advice is everywhere. Uh, mm. Online, your friends, your family. And I think everyone has good intentions when they give advice, especially when someone's struggling with heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, my... Uh, biggest piece of advice is to come back to yourself and be in touch with your needs. Um, And the easiest way I would say to do that, to know what you need is to look at your feelings first because your feelings are actually an indication of what you're needing. Um, And so right now I'm kind of describing uh, nonviolent communication, which is a framework I've been using 
mm. for a long time now. Um, so basically any negative feeling or positive feeling that you have is related to whether your need is met or not. Mm. So if you're feeling good, your needs are probably met. If you're not feeling so good, your needs is probably not met. So, um, and it could be a physical need, but more than likely it's an emotional, mental, cognitive need. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I actually like love sharing this with, um, clients in the very beginning when they're, um, on their journey of healing from a breakup, because they really learn to use feelings as a very helpful piece of information. Right. Because oftentimes we just we either feel our feelings and don't know what to do with them or we ignore our feelings completely. And then you're even more lost. Right. <laughs> so how can we actually use what our body is telling us? Right. That I would say feelings is, is your body's way of telling you, signaling to you what it needs. And then you ask yourself, how can I meet that need? And meeting that need is really dependent on each and individual person. Yeah. Um, so I'm speaking kind of in a generality, mm -hmm. um, but I imagine that like, if, if I were to be more specific, like someone that's come to me um, after a breakup and they're feeling very, very anxious because they're thinking so much about their ex and what their ex is doing, like moving on with their life. I, I hear that quite often. Um, and they'll be checking their social media constantly, you know, or maybe even talking to their ex. Yeah. Um, so, so if they're feeling anxious, if they're feeling afraid, if they're um, sad also, what does that mean that they need? I think that need could be, you know, um, you know, companionship, you know, especially when you're, when you've lost someone in your life, so you're lacking that companionship. It might be also the need to feel seen and heard, you know, for having this uh, difficult time with the emotions. Um, so any, anything like that. And then if they're not able to have those needs met because they're no longer without their partner, how can they do it for themselves? Mm. What simple step could they do to meet the need of feeling seen, feeling heard, having companionship. And so oftentimes I recommend that people get in touch with their really, really good friends and family and just spend time with them because that's often something that can bring them the joy, love, support that they're needing in that moment of suffering. I love that. I think using feelings as your emotional guidance system to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, and just going with that. I love that. Yeah, it puts so many things into perspective now um, that I could have used when I was going through a breakup because it's just about meeting your needs at that moment. I really love that. And I think a lot of people will find that really helpful. Yeah, and also it's such a tender time, right? So you, it's really to your benefit to pay attention to your needs as opposed to doing things that are just going to distract you from meeting your needs. Mm -hmm. um, because the, a lot of people um, will say, well, I'm just going to like work really, really hard, or I'm just going to exercise or do other things. But like their intention is almost distraction as, as the end goal, right? So mm -hmm. that they're not thinking about those things. Oh, yeah. And so again, when, when we just ignore, 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 then it never gets addressed. 
Um, and so it just starts, it just stays there. And then people are wondering, well, why am I still feeling this way? Because mm-hmm. you never paid attention. So it's mindfulness of emotions, right? That leads to mindfulness of needs. That leads to how do I intentionally meet these needs? Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of people find that the hardest to do, uh, being silent. To look, right? Yeah, for sure. To look at their pain. Yeah. Yeah. So they just keep covering it up and God knows for how long they go on their whole lives, just like bottling things up. Oh, and then yes. it manifests into like such different uh, aspects of their lives in different ways and just hurts them mm-hmm. eventually. So I guess I think even though it's the hardest part to do, um, how would you like tell them, I mean, push people to just like look inwards um, and don't be afraid to do it? Yeah, I think that's also a million dollar question, right? <laughs> because... Um, as a coach, we, we don't make our clients do anything, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's really about helping them move in the direction that they want. So when it comes to coaching, um, how someone might know that they're ready for coaching is, is where their head is at. Like if, mm-hmm. if their intention is to heal their heart and to be able to move forward with their life um, and start opening their heart again, then the intention's already there, you know? But if, um, a person may not feel ready to look at those things. You know, I, I could say to the cows come home that yeah. you got to look at those things, Yeah. you know, but it doesn't mean that um, it can't happen in baby steps, right? I think, you know, fear holds us back from doing things that are probably, you know, that would help us move in the right direction. So I encourage people to um, look at their fear and, and not be so attached to it. I think we unintentionally cling to fear so much. And, and that's, again, just our brain trying to protect us from what we don't know, protect us from further hurt. Um, but it's actually um, not, really, it, not really what the wise mind would do. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of an automatic, unconscious pattern of the brain that we can learn to override so that we could actually heal ourselves. Yeah. For sure. Um, I would love it if you could just share uh, how people who are going through a breakup or people who want to develop uh, more self-love, I would love it if you could just share where they can connect with you um, and um, learn more about you and your work. Yeah. So my website is mayancoaching.com. So just my first name, M-A-E-Y-A-N coaching.com. And then I have a Facebook page as well, Mayan Coaching, Instagram as well, also Mm -hmm. at the same name. Um, Furthermore, I um, have a Facebook group called Subtle Asian Breakups. And I actually started this group um, because I found that, again, people were in a bunch of different groups online Mm -hmm. that were, you know, people were constantly asking about what should I do in Mm -hmm. XYZ situation. You know, again, just not having a very um, developed sense of like your inner compass of what what should I be doing? Mm. You know, what is um, the best move for me, you know, and and taking steps to heal. Um, And so that's why Subtle Asian Breakups was born to help people 
uh, navigate mindfully through any breakup, loss, or life transition and to learn about self-love. Uh, yeah. So that group you can find on Facebook. So facebook.com slash groups slash subtle Asian breakups. Love that. I'm so grateful for the work that you do because I can just, I think about myself going through it like a few years back. And if I had mm. known of you and know of this group, I think it would have <laughs> been so much better. But yeah, like I'm really mm. grateful because I can imagine this helping so many people um, and breakups, uh, even though they're not given that much attention, they're one of the hardest things mm. that we deal, deal in our lives. So yeah, thank you so much for all the work that you do. Thank you so much. It was really lovely having this conversation yeah. with you. Same here, same here. And I'm really looking forward to connect more with you in the future and, you know, learn more about self-love and um, yeah, heal my heart. <laughs> yeah. And actually I wanted to offer to our listeners that I do offer a free consultation. So mm -hmm. a 30 minute self-discovery call for anyone that's interested to just take the first step of learning about self-love, you know, no matter where you are in your journey, whether you had a breakup recently or a long time ago, you know, there's no better place to start than with, you know, loving yourself, developing yeah. that relationship with yourself. I think once you heal that relationship, everything else falls into place. Yes, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I would really encourage anyone who's listening right now to get on that call with you. Um, I mm. personally feel like talking to you more about uh, yes, self-discovery. Yeah. So I would definitely love to do that with you. Um, and thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm so grateful that uh, you chose to speak to me today and help whoever's listening to this podcast. Um, and yeah, I'm just really grateful. Yeah, thank you for, you know, taking the time to reach out to me and find me. I'm so yeah. glad that we connected because I yeah. think there's, there's so much that we could talk about on and on <laughs> beyond yeah. this podcast and, and continue yeah. just spreading, spreading that word. Yes, I agree. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you have a great day. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.